Hey family, welcome to the Grabbing My Sword podcast. Here we are honest about our mistakes, we are open about our journey, and we are looking to be transformed through the word of God. I pray that this podcast will bless your soul, and I pray that you will enjoy it. God bless you. What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of Grabbing My Sword, God's Warriors. I am so excited that you tuned in and you are listening. Hey, listen. I'm, I'm happy. What's so funny? You, you tell me don't do all of this noise and you keep on. Oh, that's I can do what I do. I can do what I do. No, the rules need to apply for us both. You're talking. And I need to do my part. You okay. were, they wasn't supposed to know that I had a, a special guest on here. But it is what it is because you don't already talk anyway. I am sitting here with my good sis, somebody who I met in t- 2017. The light went off again. Bro. I think that battery just messed up. You just want my lightning? I need to plug it in, I think. Right. You look so serious. <laughs> I just... Okay, this, okay. Is, this is all on the, on Wait, the podcast. Wait, how do the lighting still look? Because if it don't look bad, yeah, how do but I look? like it better with the light. You can talk. Oh, yeah, I mean, y'all straight, for real. I mean, take her light. I don't really need mine, yeah, for real. Really is on that side. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> the, light, the light is on that side. Pause. Um, put it in, oh, yeah. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're having technical difficulties, but we're gonna keep on rolling. Anyway, y'all, this this second season, uh, I'm really excited. I've been excited about it. Um, doing it, I'm 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 just so grateful for what, for what God got in store. Y'all have really been blessing me with my subscribers and people that's tuning in and listening. I thank you for the inspiration to uh, that you have been giving me, motivating me, continuing to help me to move along but anyway as i was saying that's what i was talking about i have a special guest my good sis i'm gonna move out the way let her introduce herself hopefully her introduction is not short she gives me something a little longer to work with but uh go ahead and the floor is yours hey y'all my first introduction was great um i'm alani i'm tay's homegirl i'm from columbus ohio uh we met in akron and we're still friends but a little bit about myself, I'm a very outgoing, loud, happy-go-lucky type of girl. Um, I like to skate, shop, some time my friends. I'm a very much a quality time girl. I like to, you know, be real open with people. And so I'm excited to see where this conversation goes. Are you going to be able to be open today? <laughs> 100%. Like, what? You sure? <laughs> I'm you, always open. You told me you didn't want right here for the because audience. Because it's weird. They're just watching us talk. I feel like I'm on the news. I, you are, but I feel like every time Tay done a podcast, it's just been him and the other person. But people still have seen it, though. I've done a, a, a podcast with my roommate in, my, in, in the living room. Okay, well, don't compare me to nobody. So. I'm just saying. Anyway, um, <laughs> you just made me forget my train of thought. Tell them oh, where we met. You're you're my if <laughs> we already went through that. You're my first this is my first guest traveling. So you should be proud of yourself. But me and Lonnie met at, at Akron. We both went to the University of Akron. Um during the pandemic. Pandemic separated everybody, of course. 
and she left without notice, like total notice. <laughs> Didn't even tell us that she wasn't coming back or nothing. And that car, that hurt, that hurt my feelings. I want you to know that. That really, <laughs> that really hurt my feelings. So I'm glad you know that. I didn't know I was leaving either. It was a shock to me too. You didn't come back either. Yeah. So what happened? Well, I have a question. What was your major when you went into college? I never knew. Criminology. Oh, it's been that the whole time? It's never changed. Oh, okay. That's good. Just, I uh, changed mine. What was yours? My major was biology when I first got there. I was going to say early childhood development. Then I changed it to education, education AYA. Yeah. See, at least I knew something about yours. It's not like I didn't know your major. I didn't know it was that your entire four years because a lot of people changed their major. Well, Miles was political science. Technically, it was political science. So it did start. change. It changed, but like right. technically it didn't change because they still take like the same sort of classes. Like I would have still like my first year was political science. And I took like a governmental class, which would have been the same classes I would have took if I was doing criminal justice. Which they I transfer ended. over, but your major changed. Yeah, with my your major classes. Okay. I just didn't. So I wanted to go to school to I, I wanted to go to school to be a lawyer. And when I told my advisor that. She like, oh, I'm gonna put you in political science classes. Hmm. Come to find out, I was uh, we was in the gym. I think we was getting ready for our intramural game, and I was talking to uh, people that was in law school. He was like, "Yo, undergrad don't have to do nothing with political science." And he just pointed out people. He was like, "He engineer. This person went to was in med school. I don't know how you changed from doctor to lawyer, but." Hmm. Like so, I was like, so I don't need political science. And he's like, no, you don't need political science just to, you know, do go to law school. So I'm like, oh, bet. So I end up, okay. I don't know what's up with your lights. <laughs> I don't know. They just don't like you. But it I has just, to uh, something has to be plugged into it, which I could go look for. It, but it's okay if if we still look fine. I don't care. My I, how she look? For real, but do it look good compared to the light that just was? Like, do it look okay still? It was nice. So she's gonna grab the cord. I'm gonna finish talking while you grab the okay. cord. Okay. Anyway, um, so I I tra- I moved from doing political science to uh, moving over to criminology, and that's how I changed my major. But like, it's still the it's still the same major. It's it was still the same stuff, but even though I say I'm going to law school, y'all, I haven't really gotten back into going to law school. Right now, uh, I'm working as a parole officer. Um, I think I mentioned this in season one. Um, I was I was a probation officer. So here, let me break it down. So when I got to college, when I realized that because in high school, I was battling between if I wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer. Um, a keynote speaker at my graduation spoke and he was like, he was a judge. He was like, you should, uh, I had just did my speech because I was a class president. So in my speech, I was talking about going to law school and all this. And then when he got up, he spoke and it was so funny because at the same time I was battling between like the two doctor or lawyer. And I think I, I, I most likely had prayed to God and asked him, like, give me a sign. And um, so why the reason why I say this is funny because uh, the the judge was looked back. He's like, "Sir, I know I'm a lawyer and I'm a judge and I like it, but I feel like you was called to go to school to be a doctor." 
and for some reason, um, I just ignored that sign completely. With and I, even though I'm like, I asked God for a sign, and I still ignored that sign completely. And I went over to go to go to law school, but I haven't went back to law school. But while I was in college. One of my uh, prayers was God. I just prayed that when I am going to law school, I can be a probation officer or a parole officer. And uh, last year, I had four jobs in the year 2022. Four jobs. I know it sounds terrible. But you got to understand, I'm fresh out of college. I'm trying to find what's right for me. Um, I was working in a halfway house. I did that for six months. Then I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of making $15 an hour. I'm just going to go over, use this degree. So I got into social work, moved back up to Cleveland, got into social work. I was looking for an apartment up there. But then I realized how much I hated social work. So instead of getting the apartment in Cleveland, I just stayed back in Akron. I worked for a teacher for a month. I couldn't work as a teacher no more. because Well, I wasn't really a teacher, but you can call it a teacher. I worked at an educational alternative school, so I was working with bad kids. But when I quit social worker, I had applied to be a probation officer or a parole officer. I applied. I had both of the jobs. So I was just working as a, at the behavior school just in the meantime, you know. I quit my other job on faith, and I took a job that was a pay cut. I, I did all that on faith. So I didn't plan on staying at this educational alternative school very long. I actually ended up having to quit because I was going to beat one of them kids up. They literally have me praying more than I have ever prayed in my life <laughs> because I didn't want to do nothing to them kids. Screaming. But I ended up getting a job at probation before I got the job at parole. Parole, I actually went to the interview for parole, and they told me that if you don't hear nothing back in two weeks, you don't have the job. So two weeks came and went, didn't get the job. But six months later, parole hit me up. Now I'm at parole, and I'll, all I need is for the other side of the prayer to be answered is to get into law school. But law school, it's getting into it. It's so hard. But she's back now, so I can stop I talking, about, talking about me. I don't know what's up with her lightning that she got going on here. But oh, well. <laughs> I say that to say, like, God, I have seen God's favor, though, over my life, and he has been answering a lot of prayers, and this has been a transition, and that's what I want us to talk about today, transition, because when I was transitioning from job to job, it was a little frustrating with me. I was trying to find my purpose. I didn't like the areas that I was in. I didn't like the jobs that I was in. It was just frustrating to me. And it wasn't like I was waking up like, yo, I can't wait to go to work today. I was waking up like, here we go with this again. Like, I got to drive all the way here to get these kids and stuff. Like, I, It just wasn't motivating me to get out of bed. But when I got into working at probation, like, I don't think there was – there was some days where I was like, all right, you know, you don't have those days. Like, all right, I don't feel like going to work. But a lot of times that didn't even cross my mind because I was happy to just be doing something. And I'm 23 being a probation officer, being a parole officer at the age of 23, that's amazing. But it took a minute for me to get to that point where I loved the season where God had me. It was mm-hmm. in the in-between, in the transition where it was like, you know what, I just don't like this. So uh, 2020 pandemic happened, you didn't come back. So you were in the middle of the transition. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Well, I wasn't in the middle of transition. I had started what I didn't know was going to be. But so when I left school, when I left Akron originally, I was still taking classes. Uh 
I just wasn't doing my work. I was losing the desire to be in school. The whole time I was at Akron, I wanted to be there. Then online classes started, and it wasn't for me. So I was like, yeah, this isn't it. Um, then what happened next was I was still working at Pandora. So I was working at Pandora when I was in Akron, and then I transferred to Columbus. I loved working there, mm. but I was I was happy to get up and go to work, but I knew that that wasn't it for me. <laughs> just, just forget the light. I just knew that um, Pandora wasn't where I was supposed to be. So I started to look into the field that I wanted to go into a little bit more. Then I ended up working for... What was for the field that you wanted to go into? Anything with kids, anything with teens, okay. uh, youth in general. So what happened was I ended up working at a community center, uh, Westgate. It's like Columbus Parks and Recs, basically. I was a camp counselor, and it was fun, but then the pay wasn't right. So, for a while, I had to trust God. I'm like, okay, look, I know the pay ain't good, but I'm going to trust you. So, I'm just going to stay here and stick it out. So, I worked there for a long time. Mm-hmm. I want to say for a year and some change. And I'm, I'm actually still on payroll. Like, I still go back and help out. So, then what happened was my homegirl, she was working at a school. So, I was like. Girl, hit me up and tell me how I get put on at your job. Like, still in it just like, I really don't know, but I'm just moving and shaking, whatever's working at the time. Right. So, I ended up working at the elementary school with um, kids with living with special needs, um, preschool age. So, that was cool. Right. I was working there for a couple months. I mean, it wasn't long. Then I got a phone call. From my current employer, Ray, Ray, let it go. Just just let it go. What you you say though? Um, I got a phone call from my current employer, and he was just like, "Look, I have this position open. I need it to be filled, and basically, like, I'm pretty sure you're the only person that can fill it. Do you want the job?" No, no. That's what I'm saying. How did you find you? Oh, so remember when I told you what happened to the boy (laughs) last night? Okay. 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 It's so crazy because when I when I saw that I thought it was a beanbag too. I was done for totally. Bro, last, okay. I'll tell them later. Um. So what did I just ask you? Wait, back, how did you I know? got you. Oh, okay. Background on how he knew me. The program that I currently work for, I was in this program when I was in high school, and then when I was when I was at Akron in the summers when I came home, I worked here on summer staff. So this was like my seasonal okay, job. Okay, okay. So he knows me. We have like connections outside of work, but more so, I was. You know, in this program when I was in high school and I worked here. So, uh, like I said, I was working at Berwick. I was going to school every day and I was cool with that. Like, it wasn't horrible. I wasn't miserable, but I knew that that wasn't it. So, this is where, like, how you talk about being 23, having a job that you have and seeing God's favor. I saw God's hand because this man called me. Like, Mm -hmm. most people have to apply for jobs. That's a traditional job application process so he called me i was literally in my driveway at home coming from work and he called me like look i got this job all of these requirements they basically saying somebody with a degree needs this job like you have to have a degree all this stuff and he was basically saying like the person is going to have this degree but they're not going to have these qualities that i know you have Mm -hmm. and i know that you don't have a degree but you have these qualities that people can't learn So I'd rather you be in this position and then grow your education or get certifications versus go get somebody with a degree who don't have what you have, basically. 
Um, and so I was on the phone like, shoot, like, let's go. Right, right, I would right. love to, you know, work there. I never imagined myself working here when I was younger, but because I know the kind of work that we do here, I was like, oh, yeah, bet. Mm. Um, so then I basically thought about it, prayed on it, uh, put in my two weeks notice at, um, well, no, I went through the hiring process here, went to my interview, all that. And then I put in my two weeks notice at Berwick. And even when I left there, the lady was just like, well, you know, I'm happy for you. I know about the program because this program has been around for 40 years. So she was like, I know about that program. Best of luck to you. And if you ever need anything, just call me. So I ain't burn no bridge there. Like, right. you know, but uh, so that's really what my transition looked like when I did leave school. But I don't like to call it a transition just because a kid that I made a personal connection with, she basically was just asking me, like, Alani, why didn't you finish college? And I was like, uh, you know, I just left. It wasn't for me at the time, X, Y, Z. And she told me, like, oh, I'm so glad you didn't finish college or I would have never met you. And I was like, well, dang, like, you're glad I didn't finish. But then at the same time, I was like, that's crazy. So that's when I realized that leaving school was, like, my favorite plot twist. That's what I like to call it. I don't like to call it a transition. I like to say, like, out of all the things, you know, that could go wrong or people think you're not doing the right thing or you're off track. Like, this is my favorite plot twist of my life because I am 23 and I'm fortunate to have a job that I love to go to yeah. every day. I wake up happy and I see myself being here for a while. Like, I see myself having kids still working at this job. So that's what my transition looked like. It was more so uh, just where I was going to find my footing for yeah. real. Like, I wasn't. Everything else was cool. That's, a, that's amazing. I like that you use the word "my favorite plot twist" because um, <laughs> it's a certain situation in my life where I can look at that and be like, "Wow, that's my favorite plot twist." And I like how you changed it from instead of being transition, it's my favorite plot twist. And you said a couple of things that I want to go back um, and talk about. Uh, I think you said that when you left college, you were taking a leap of faith. Uh, am I saying that? Which part you said? Oh, I wasn't about. taking a leap of faith at all. I was ready to go. Then <laughs> it was another part. It was the the job part. You say you were taking a uh, step in faith on at Pandora or at oh, the when at I was working center. at the rec center. Oh yeah, I was just trusting God because I was broke. Trusting? You said what? I was broke. Okay. I was like, Lord, I love this job, but it's I don't it is not paying me anything. Okay, and that and that's what I want to talk about um, because that's how see. I was when I went from working as a social worker making good money to then transitioning and going to making like probably a thousand dollars every two weeks working at the school in the meantime i had to trust in god and and this is like when it comes to trusting god it can be hard at times mm -hmm. because we just don't know like we just don't know what's next the only thing we hit, we have is that expectation that God can do exceedingly abundantly above what we can ask or think of. That's the only thing that we have. But sometimes even in the trusting, the trusting becomes difficult to the point where it's like, I don't even want to, like, have faith in this no more. And I remember, like, when I, tell, like, when I literally say these kids were driving me insane, <laughs> like, they were driving me insane. And it wasn't like I was the only teacher in the room. It was two teachers per room. Like, they already had a setup. Like, if, if a teach like, it was, like, when I did, so it's an educational alternative school. These, I almost called them the N-word. These kids <laughs> is bad. Like, when I tell you bad, like, some of them come from 
foster care homes where they just going back and forth are their runaways. Some of them have like major bipolar disorders. Like there, I literally watched a student. We had a student. Like you can restrain these students. That's how bad they are. I literally watched this student. We got her both of her arms. We got her legs. Like she can't do nothing. The only thing she got left is her head. And she used her head and hit but of this teacher. And she said, nah. She got out of my face. And this teacher has a fat knot on her head and nothing is wrong with this girl. Like, that's how bad it was. And I and I and I and I seen that. And it was to the point where like, yo, I would literally I was so happy it was three o'clock. I got in my car, I was like, Whew. like I was talk when I when I tell you I was talking to God to work. <laughs> I was talking to God in the classroom sometimes. I was talking to God when I was, like, sometimes you go on a, you can take a kid on a walk around the school. I was talking to God while I was taking kids on a walk. Mm-hmm. And God was talking through me with certain, like, certain kids I had a bond with. I had a great report. God was speaking through me to them. I was talking to God on my way from work. Like, it were time, like, bro, I needed God. And it was to, to Like, the that's where he builds your trust. And your, yeah, and yeah. my patience for a lot of stuff. And... Yeah, and I, we're going we're gonna to get to that. It was to the point where it's like I got to that day where I was like, listen, God, I just, I can't take this no more. Like, I can't take this no more. And I was waiting on probation to hit me back up to let me know I got this out. I said, please, God. Like, I, would, I was praying more and more. Please, God, let them call me back. And it's, it's in the seasons. It's in the, it's in the times. It's in the valleys where... We, we desperately want something or we desperately want out of something that we pray more. And I mm-hmm. believe that God puts us and let me be careful when I say this. I feel like I, I believe that when God puts us in dark places or dark holes, he's trying to build up our our desire to want to pray to him more, our 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 willingness to run to him more. He he wants he wants us to realize that at the end of the day, you're going to need me. You're going to need me a lot. Sorry, why you say? Let me be careful when I say this. Like he was going to say something crazy. I, I don't know. I I don't know. Sometimes you know. I don't know. I don't know why. I I thought it was probably a bad analogy to say a dark hole or something like that. Okay. But, I had uh, I only say dark hole because I was watching a video earlier at at, uh, at my training. They was talking about a dark hole, how people would get into the dark hole with you, and that's where real empathy is shown. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't know. But I, I I love the fact that God puts us in dark places not to cr- not to uh, destroy us. But so that our desire for him will grow even more. Mm-hmm. And working at that school was my dark place. And it was at that moment where it pushed me into prayer and to worship even more and more. And it just helped me to know that I needed to rely on God. And that's where my trust and my relationship uh, grew with God. Because now when I went over to probation, I was going to need God even more because this is the big boy job now. Right. And I can't just be playing around like I was at these other jobs. And I'm 23. I'm young. You know, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. I I had, like you, like you talk about, you didn't have the degree, but you had the qualifications. I had the, I had the degree, but I did not know if I had the qualifications. Yes, I know I want to help people, and I want to help people rehabilitate their lives moving from a prison back into society, but this is my first time ever actually getting that chance and i don't know how you know i'm going to deal 
with 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 this right but over time i realized that i did have the qualities in the degree but i also like when you said that i had the qualities not the degree and a lot of people think that you need a degree to be successful in life all you really need for real is the qualities the degree might bump you up to the front right but in your instance your qualities bumped you up into the front and what i want people to understand is that you cannot get afraid of not having a degree I if think, you don't yeah. have, my bad you cannot get afraid if you don't have the degree if you have the qualities and the favor of god over your life but i'm gonna let you speak because you wanted to say something yeah so i think that a couple things that you said for one the points you made about now this is the big boy job i think you know god has a funny way of putting you into a routine right like Mm-hmm. You had you said you was talking to him on the way to work. You was talking to him on the way home, and you was talking to him during your job. So now you're building the relationship, and that's really all he wants with us is relationships. So now you get to this big boy job that you don't know what to expect, and you're already talking to him all the time, right? Like so, he's already there with you. But I think for me, this job and in, in the process of getting this job, it was like Alani walking your authority, like. Somebody just called you. So what you going to do? Say, oh, like, I applied. No, you didn't. I got the job because I had what it takes. And I had to, like, walk around and say that. And I had to learn to walk in that. And that's a testimony for me. Like, I literally never thought that I would be the one that didn't finish college. Like, I just didn't think that would be me. Um, But, you know, I've realized that. When you, what am I about to say? I was about to say something along the lines of, like, you don't need a degree. People think that if you get a degree, it equates to success. And I know so many people who have graduated college, and then they're like, oh, year one, still don't have a job. I'm still searching. I mean, I graduated, and I work at Pandora, but I really want to be in fashion design. And I think... One of the biggest things that I learned for me personally was you have to create your own opportunities instead of chasing them because you could be chasing them forever. Like, mm. oh, no, I want this job or like I want this big girl job. I want this big girl job instead of looking at yourself as a big girl and creating an opportunity for yourself. And so I think that's where faith comes in and confidence comes in and, you know, just trust in the Lord that you're going to do it. You know, there are so many things that I want to chase after. But now that I'm in this position, instead of asking someone hey can I there's nothing wrong with helping because I serving you know and I still do that but like hey can I be under you can I do this on the third or I want to go work for this person or I want to apply for this create your own like don't follow this person because they have a connection be your own connection walk into a room and introduce yourself like all these things and I just realized that you know you can create your own opportunities instead of chasing them forever and I think that's what some people do when you have everybody in your ear telling you like Go to high school, graduate, go to college, graduate, right. and boom, you got it. No, you don't. <laughs> like, that's not the case. Yeah. So you have to build some kind of character and some kind of trust in something or someone yeah. so you know, carry you past that. And it's 2023. A degree is valuable, and I believe that I value higher education, but nowadays, some people are like, yeah, hmm, cool, you have a degree, but... 
I know some people that got out of prison and they making $33 an hour more than me. I mean, yeah, but I mean, nowadays you can go get a trade and stuff becomes easier. So I just think that, you know, like I said, I never thought that I would be the one to not finish college. I watched all, I watched everybody around me graduate, literally. And it doesn't make me look at myself any different or less than. And I'm so proud of y'all for doing that because it is a lot. I just think that everyone's path is different. A lot. <laughs> everyone's path is different. And people are successful and they get to that in different ways. Like, I'm pretty sure I done heard that Will Smith ain't graduate college. Who? Will Smith. Uh, I don't know. He didn't. He did. Oh. I'm pretty sure I thought you was asking me. <laughs> no, say, I'm saying that he didn't. But, yeah, you know, and when I was working at Parks and Recs, I mean, I'm writing in my journal. Like, these are the things that I want from you, Lord. I'm writing down prayers because I think one of my biggest fears is, like, I have financial PTSD. Like, I struggle with when it comes to money. And so anytime Same. I was in a low financial spot mm -hmm. i would be like okay lord let me not attach my happiness to my circumstance but it was so hard so i was going to work every day getting paid ten dollars at 22 what is that doing for me nothing right. but i sat in that season for a year and then people didn't know that i mean i wasn't going around telling people that what i was getting paid nobody knew that the people around me didn't know that but i sat and i that's where that's where the Lord learned the desires of my heart for real. Yeah. Because like you said, I was talking to him so much. I was, you know, sharing with him and I was being open with every single thing that I wanted, how I was feeling, whether it was anger, like no matter what it was, I think I was just so close to him in that time. Right. That not that, oh, you talk to me, I grant your wishes. But, you know, we built that relationship and I was able to say, you know what? God got me. So I'm going to still sit here. And I know. Can you make sure that's still rolling? I'm Please make Because <laughs> I'm telling you, one time I was doing I it. I can't like, run it back now. He capping. One time I was doing <laughs> it, and it stopped rolling, but I'm listening. You need to be on that more often, just in case. Um, But, yeah, no, I sat, I sat in that season for a while. And then I just, I knew that God could do it. He done did it for so many people before. Mm -hmm. Same God, so... Um, dang, I should never cut you off. I like to call him my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to say something. Dang, what was I going to say? Tavon, come on. Don't let it, don't let it blink up. Oh, I think that when we enter places that we know that are stressful to us, mm -hmm. like you said, God just wants to, God just wants to see where your heart is at. And, your heart was in the right place. It wasn't about the. It really wasn't about the money for you. No, I love kids. But the money was stressing you out. But what God, I believe, showed you in that is that I can get you through this. I can provide for you. I just need to know: Can you trust me? Even when you're not in the place that you are. Yeah. I, one day I'm gonna. You're gonna get to your promised land. I promise you. We're gonna. Uh, we're gonna move over to our promised land. But I need to learn. I need to know if you can trust me in this wilderness. And that's all God is looking for. For for us. I want to see your faith in the middle. Yeah. Not your faith, because it's easy. It's, I wouldn't. 
sometimes it's easy to have faith at the beginning because you just heard a spectacular word or heard. You're so excited. Yeah, like I'm I'm so passionate. (laughs) Bro, you're so excited. Sometimes it's not always like that. Sometimes it's like if God tell you like, y'all, what you do, you be like, "Mm, I don't know about that. But sometimes you're excited. And then it's easy to have faith at the end because you already see the results. Because you see it. But it's in the middle where you don't see the results where now you have to make up your mind. Am I going to doubt? Or am I going to believe? I know what I'm looking at around me is not what I see. But instead of looking at my circumstances, I want to trust in God. And that's where we get a, the, the scripture from. Faith, before we walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. If I dwell on what I'm going through, I promise you I'm going to sink. P- uh, Peter, for an example. When Peter was walking on water, when he was dwelling on a, the storm around him, he sunk. But when he was focusing on Jesus... He was able to do the impossible, mm-hmm. and it's when we're fo- it's when we are focusing on Jesus that we can do what seems impossible. And like you said, your boss hit you up like, "Listen, hey, you supposed to have a degree to do that to to have this job, but the impossible happened for you because you took every single day to journal down, say, Lord, here's what I want,' and you remember those prayers. You went back to those prayers, and you." And you spoke about those prayers before. And that's why it's important for us to take the time to journal about our thoughts and about our feelings and about what we expect and what we're hoping for. Because now we can always go back. And that's why the Bible tells us to make it plain, write it down. Because we can always go back and we can remember what we are desiring. And then that can better help us to pray and have faith and have hope again. Because I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I go into prayer and I don't journal or I don't write it down. I don't make it plain somewhere. I just go and I ask God and I walk away. You know, mm-hmm. three months go past. I don't forgot about that whole prayer. Right. But it was a lot of times where I was writing stuff down and I was making a plan that I was able to go back and I was able to say, God, I'm still waiting for this. And God, I'm still praying for this. And God, I'm just hoping for this. And that doesn't necessarily mean that just because you wrote it down, that's your magic wand that God is going right. to do it for you. But it just keeps you in that place of having faith and not giving up. And sometimes you need to look back on stuff in your journal to remember why yeah but more i me personally i think more than why i think it's to give him glory like yeah you know like oh okay why 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 or why i'm in this spot but it's just like no god did this i pray for this Mm. i mean i have my journals from 2019 and i have stuff written down in there and i just know one day those things are going to come to fruition and i'm not going to be like hey y'all i wrote this down it's gonna be like man y'all i prayed for this i remember when i first started going to house of prayer it's so crazy and this is how i tell people like because this is where community comes in right mm-hmm. so say you don't write it down but you call me or kyla about it right and then i'm like oh, i'll tell you i remember when you said that so basically what happened was i started going to this church and the, one of the girls that was there she was like man pray for my brother like pray for my brother he's going through it. i don't know who her brother is i just met her right so i'm going to church and i'm like all right what's your brother's name so then we start lifting his name up in prayer. And this is like for months. I mean, for months. We're just praying. I'm just praying for a Tyrus brother. I don't know who Tyrus brother is, but she's expressed to me that he's going through some things. Wow. So one day this boy come to church. I ain't never seen him before. And I'm like, who is that? They're like, oh, that's Tyrus brother. I said, hold on now. We've been praying for you to be here for so long. And just a couple months ago, I went up to her. I said, Tyra. It's so amazing to me seeing y'all both here because I remember when we were praying for him. I didn't even know who he was. So, like, even if you're not writing it down, which is important, to give God the glory. Like, God did that. 
we prayed, but God did his work. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, it's just, I I like to be a witness. That's one thing. Like, yeah. I don't have to preach. I don't have to teach. I don't have to read the Bible. So, maybe one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get excited about what the Lord has done. And I want to tell people, like, hey, you see him? Yeah. <laughs> we Listen, that's God right there. So, I think I have this, like, um happy and more encouraging spirit i don't i don't have to be up in the front but i do like to be a witness and you know when you write those things down or tell somebody i'm like ooh, like that was 2019 you waited a long time but it's here and you're still gonna be just as happy um but i i've been writing for a long time and so like i said i have stuff from 2019 that hasn't come to pass yet but i know it will and when i look back at it all i'm gonna do is be able to thank god for who he is and the favor that he has over my life and his hand on my life because I couldn't do it by myself. Like I can't have faith in myself because I'm I'm only going to take myself so far. I'm going to disappoint myself. (laughs) Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fall short at some point. Yeah. Like, you know, I've seen lyric. There's this post. I've seen it recently on lyrics, but she was just like, man, thank God. Cause he's, I couldn't do this on my own, you know? And I think that's where, People get caught up in transition. It's so easy to be like, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do that. Instead of being still and waiting and being patient on the Lord, like the transition will can really take you in so many different directions. Right. And you can either backtrack or you can go forward or you can stay still. And even still is a dangerous place. But I, still is a dangerous place when you're by yourself. Because that was me, right? Like I've been in a season before where I'm like, I got me. I'm going to do this. Like, I'm carrying myself right now. I don't need nobody. And the Lord showed me that my strength was actually my biggest weakness because now I'm doing it on my own. And I'm, girl, you're still crying in your room every night. What are you doing? Because you're trusting in Alani too much. And I had to really, like, relinquish control and all these things that I felt like I was carrying myself with. Like, girl, why you go around saying you got you and you didn't go nowhere you didn't do anything for yourself like it wasn't until you put all that trust in the lord that something started to happen but i definitely remember in that transition season where i was oh i was fed up i was irritated i'm like you know what i don't want to talk to nobody i got it i got it bro i remember that vividly and i i have a video i don't normally cry on video because i think that's so lame with people with people with their phone (laughs) i can't stand it but I was outside praying, and I was literally crying like, God, you can have it. Wait, was you doing a, a prayer video, or you just pulled out your phone when you started crying? No, I was oh, already okay. recording. Oh, that's okay. That's good. Because I was recording, you I know, thought, my worship. I you, I <laughs> no, I hate when people do that. <laughs> Heck no. I was already just in worship, and I was like, I mean, ugly crying like, you can have it. I don't even know why I tried to carry it for this long. Right. Like, Here. Oh, I was so I was down bad. That makes that makes sense though. Um, but yeah, dang. The transition period can make or break you, depending on what you hold on to. I'm glad you said it because I, I forgot my train of thought again. The transition period. I think that's why I think the transition period is hard for so many people. And you already talked about it. We get so caught up in looking at other people's lane, and where you said like you get to doing this and that and that and this and all this, you find yourself everywhere. It's because you're so caught up and you're seeing people on Instagram. You're seeing people 
on Instagram and on Twitter or Facebook, whatever, whatever your favorite social media site is. You see people on these sites <laughs> do these great things, but you don't even realize that they might be struggling. Themselves. Yeah, it's just on camera. Or they might, yeah, and they might be making a facade. Don't nobody really post the ugly in their life. Right. You don't see a lot of people, you don't see a lot of people doing that. Yeah. A lot of people are not posting ugly in life. Only pe- ugly people posting now is their little parlays. Yeah. And that's the <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then you do got people that do post. But then when you do got people that do post the ugly part of their life, they're they're never pers- posting nothing beautiful. It's always something, um, let me say, suicidal. And then uh, then they follow us like, bro, I'm tired of them talking about this. Like, bro, I, I don't want to see this. But really, a lot of times you don't see people posting the ugly parts of their life. You see a lot of times people posting the beautiful parts of their life. So when you find yourself looking in other people's lanes and not focusing on your lane, that's when you get caught up. It's unplugged, right? That's when you get caught up in uh, driving yourself crazy and frustrated. And then that's when you get caught up in trying to rush. Here we go. Let me sit up. Uh oh. That's when you. That's when you find yourself <laughs> get caught up in trying to rush the process. You're trying to move fast, fast mm. forward, and the question becomes: Do you want a microwavable blessing, or do you want the crockpot blessing? Oh, baby, I need the crockpot. The microwavable. I need the ble- crockpot where you about to put the dish in, and it got to sit overnight. The, the microwavable <laughs> blessing. Yes, you heated the microwave. The the you heated you heated the blessing up. The blessing right. is heated up, but once you take it out of the cold. microwave, it's going to get cold quick, meaning that it's going to die quick. But the crockpot blessing tells me that listen, it might have to cook for Very a long neat. time, but it's going to stay heated Sitting. for a long time. And what you <laughs> want is the blessing that will keep producing. You don't want the the blessing that's just going to run out tomorrow. Yeah. I want the blessing that's going to overflow. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when we get again, when we get caught up in looking at other people's lives and trying to looking at their grass and saying, "Wow, that grass looks so green over there and my grass looks so dull and it's turning brown on me." When we get caught up in that, we begin to try to rush the process and it's when you rush the process that you will crash easily. Mm-hmm. And what God is trying to teach you to do is move at his pace. Right. Sometimes God's pace is suddenly. His it's pace so, oh my is immediately. Goodness. Sometimes God's pace is when it comes to Abraham, 25 years. So we're going we gonna to walk this thing out, but we're going to get there. Everybody's journey looks different. Yeah. Some people's journey, they, they've been stars. They've been in this since eight years old. They've been on top of the world. And then some people like Denzel Washington, he didn't get into acting until he was 41. That's when he blew up. But whatever your journey is, yeah. appreciate your journey. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't see what you wanted. My bad. I'm gonna... No, I'm not talking about that. I really keep clearing my throat. Oh, <laughs> just because you don't see what you want to see right now does not mean it is not for you. Yeah. And that's where my favorite plot twist comes in because there was a blessing, there was a promise that I literally heard God speak and then the total opposite started to happen where I was like, okay, maybe this was, maybe I misheard God. Maybe this wasn't for me and maybe I just need to retrace my steps. And then it just, and while I was saying that, I did not know what God was doing behind the scene. He was working everything back around, turning it. He was working uh, for your pulling good. out the, the uh, what they call that, Uno, the reverse card in me. He was pulling <laughs> out the reverse card, and everything came right back to me. But 
And I was like, whoa, this is really what God wanted. And I and that's where I had to realize, like, no, nothing that God ever speaks to you will come back void. Well, yeah. Nothing that God puts out and produces in the earth is going to return to him void. He is watching his plan come to pass. He is watching sure. the promise come to pass. What he wants to see is can you just be faithful when you don't see it? And listen, it's frustrating. It's hard. But just remember, God is watching his plan come to pass. It may not happen today. It may not happen tomorrow. But what I like to say, it's going to happen one day. Yeah, in one day, time. One day, one day. And I, 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 want my, I want our listeners to just begin to proclaim one day. Every single day. When you don't see it, it'd be like, okay, it's cool, one day. If you don't see it next week, yeah. okay, it's cool, one day. If you don't see it the week after that, okay, it's cool, one day. You have to get into the habit of saying one day because every time you say one day, you're letting your face speak that this is my expectation that, that. one day mm-hmm. God is going to come through and he's going to blow my mind. What were you about? about to- <laughs> Y'all know that. Y'all know that commercial. That's like, one day. <laughs> I have never That's seen all that I can think about in my head. I've never seen that commercial. Y'all ain't never seen that. Life. You see that commercial? What? what who is the? Uh, maybe a play in Columbus. Maybe and not Cleveland. Maybe it's just a Columbus thing. <laughs> it must be a local thing because I've never seen that. But then again, I don't really oh, watch TV like that. That's funny. Oh, what? Well, I seen her. <laughs> her lips got ready and they started shaking and everything. Like, like the floor is yours. Like maybe I was talking oh, too long. Oh gosh, <laughs> that is hilarious. Um. <laughs> No, that's good. That's facts. I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. I feel like comparison is definitely the thief of joy. There's nothing There's nothing that can kill you more than comparison. And specifically, I want to say three, three months ago, the Lord had me in a season where he was like, <clears throat> everything ugly. Like, you don't get nothing cute. Ain't no self-care days. Ain't no none of that. Because what happens is... Even when people do share their truth, they still dress it up for it to look nice. Like it has, the truth still has to be aesthetically pleasing to somebody. And he was taking me through a season where he was like, Alani, there's no space for you in the places where everything is dressed up because I'm taking you through an ugly season. Like people think, for one, people think healing is linear. Healing is what? It's linear. What you mean? Like straight up. When oh, really oh, it's oh. like this, right? Like I can never it's get the up and down. Horizontal <laughs> Lord <stuff>. Jesus. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> okay. People think healing is linear and they think it's um, all pretty because that's what people post. They're like, oh, I'm healed. Right? Really? Healing is ugly. Like, it's not cute. Oh, definitely. And he had me in that season because I'm like, oh, I want to create content. I want to do this and the third. And he was like, okay, but guess what? I don't have you in that season unless you're ready to really bring it to the Internet or wherever you're going. How I'm giving it to you, because what people like to do is they like to take what God gives them, the ugly that they go through, the the real stuff that they go through. And they like to dress it up because to the world, it still has to look right. Right. Like you still have to have the pretty caption and the nice, clear background. And he was literally like none of that. You don't get to do none of that. Like, I'm taking you through it. Right. You're going through it, and that's how you're going to present it to people. When they ask you how you are, you're not going to give them the, oh, I'm this, I'm that, ha, ha, ha. No, this is what it is, and this is what it's not. And that's when I just realized, like, <clears throat> you know, everything that I go through, like you say, he's watching his plan come to pass, right? So 
all of these things I'm learning, everything that he's feeding me, everything that he's feeding my spirit is going to help me reach the goals that I wrote down when I was, when it was 2019, because I'm talking about, I want to be on stages. I want to be talking to people about what's real and what's not like, that's just always been my thing. I don't really have time to sit around and fake it with nobody. And sometimes you get caught up in life in the, Oh, Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good. That's not real. You know what I'm saying? And I think that sometimes some Christians <clears throat> can really, really try to dress it up. Like, what about the people who don't? What about the people who don't know God? Right. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, I'm healing and I'm great. And they're like, I'm going through hell. So what? It, th- that's why you. That's why you need to keep it real. Like, yeah. it's not just. I'm going to church every Sunday. I'm praying and the Lord is working on me. It's, oh, you brought up the real reason why I'm like this from when I was three. Oh, shoot. The Lord, I mean, very quickly in my walk with God. One night I was at church. <clears throat> something, I was at Friday Night Fire. Something in my spirit was like, go home. Go home. Like, get up and leave. Like, get up and leave. <laughs> and I stayed at church. And I was praying. And I was just, ah, oh, you ever have been like just stuck in a spirit like you can't move? Yeah. I was like in it. And then I was like, something isn't right. So I left. I got home and he wrecked my whole world. I mean, it just started coming out. And he was telling Alani, I need you alone because I'm about to take you through it for real. And it needs to be just me and you. So everybody always like community is really important, but there are times when the Lord is pulling you away because the real work has to be done with you and him. And in that moment, I was like, I should have got up and went home when he, when he called me to do that, when the Holy Spirit was telling me to do that, because if I just me personally, my walk mm-hmm. is not self care, pretty notes in my Bible and the cute, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just that's just not where I'm at with it. And when you talk about sitting still and your journey looking different from other people's, it happened for me in the beginning of my transition. I was like, dang, my best friend graduated. Red grad like everybody like these are the things that are happening around me. And <clears throat> it was getting ugly. It was starting to go up and down. But I still was like, Okay, I'm cool. Like, I'm not a horrible person. I'm not stupid. I'm not these things. I didn't allow myself. And I think because I was in relationship with the Lord that he didn't allow me to think those things about myself because I was constantly reminding myself that I'm his daughter and the things that he's instilled in me that I already have. But it wasn't cute. And it's still not cute. And it's you're going to go through seasons where things are nice. And then you're going to go through seasons where things start to get a little rocky. But you still have to know who your God is. Was that a rant or was that on track? What would you say? I don't even remember what I said. I don't know. It was it was cool. Um, That's why you need questions. No, nothing was wrong with that. I think okay, it was on topic. Okay, good. I'm not asking you questions. I don't got time to send my room (laughs) and ask questions. I I like to flow. Um, Period. See, you be making me forget my train of thought. Okay, sorry. You said your your self care don't. It's not. It doesn't look. What you said something. Yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. Really pretty. What do your self care look like? You know what the Lord's. Oh, oh, okay. I'm gonna say this a lot, but you know what the Lord made me realize, and I have it written down in my um journal because I'm a girl that I'm a girl's girl, right? Like you I'm got a your journal with you. No, I have it in my notes in my phone, um, but I can pull it out. It's oh, wow. recording. Oh, but I'll show you. Um, I need to show you for the people. Okay. 
Okay, listen though. You know how are you'll hear a lot of girls say, Oh, it's a self care day, self love day, like I'm doing this for me. I was at church once again, Friday night fire, because that's when we really get into it. The Lord told me like Alani, for you there's no thing as self love. There's my love. Because what happens is people get so caught up on self love. Oh, now I'm taking myself out on a date. Now I'm going to get my nails done. Self love. I love myself. I love myself. When you really learn to love yourself more through God. So that's when he told me, baby, I need you to get the idea of self-love out of your head. Learn me. Get to know me. And then you will love yourself. But that's not self-love. You're, you're, it's too much you. It's my love that's going to allow you to love yourself and give to other people and grow that way. So I just don't. Hold on, hold on. I don't relate to self love that much. Hold on. Anymore. Because <laughs> you might be on a rant and I need to stop you because it's interesting. So you're telling us that self true self love is not found really in going taking yourself on a date, getting your nails done, getting a haircut. Those but, are things that make you feel good. But Those true self feel so good. So you you telling us that true self love is <laughs> you say it. Go ahead, ask me the question. You telling us that true self love <laughs> is when you go to God. Yes, He created you. How can you love yourself if you're just oh let me figure this out about myself? Let me 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 me. When you really believe in God, who is your creator? Who knows you more than you know yourself? Who knew you when you were in your mother's womb? He did. That's so good. when you want to discover self, me personally, because some people might not agree with this, but that's just what he told me for Alani, because you can get caught up in that. Right. And when you do self-love, you're starting to confuse yourself and you're starting to call your friends for, oh, wait, why you think I'm like this girl? You think I'm like that? You know what I'm saying? You're doing too much. It could become a prideful thing. Yeah. And, it, and it, it's, it's making sense when you, when, you, when you say that it's making sense. Like, wow. You're that. worshiping yourself. You think you have all the answers and you don't. Your and creator that. does. And now you can love who you are because I'm showing you who you are, how you should be treated, how you should let other people treat you, and how you should treat yourself. Come on. Because cause not, it's all making sense because I th- I, a lot of times when we get so caught up in the self-love, we get so used to being by ourselves that the enemy can use us being by ourselves that's his, trick, oh my gosh that's his trick us favorite way never wanting to be with any yeah because for me so when i was going through my journey of let me put this in quotation marks singleness because ah. <laughs> <laughs> i was in and out of it like you know it's like sometimes i just got bored mm-hmm. and i you know i go and text a girl or hit a girl right. up, tell her she can come over stuff i was in my self-love but what I was doing in my self-love is that in order for me, sometimes where I needed to just love on myself, it wasn't, you know, going to get a haircut. Mm-hmm. It wasn't taking myself out on a date. I really rarely do that. You, know? you should. I know. I mean, I've I done it, but, like, you know, I don't do <laughs> a lot. But for sometimes for me, for my self-love was, you know, let me see if I still got it, you know. Wow. <laughs> But listen, we are we are honest on this. A hundred and ten percent, but that's still so, my reaction. You know, like sometimes I'm like, you know, let me let me see if I still got it. You yeah, know, yeah. That's my self love. You know, I can feel a little bit confident about myself. Mm-hmm. But that was that that's so prideful. 
Yes. That's so prideful. And, and, and it, the Bible talks about selfish ambition. You know, when we get so caught up in ourselves, we become prideful. And I, so I, you really opened my eyes and made me see self-love from a different perspective. And that's why we don't get on this podcast and ask questions and we just flow <laughs> because we just flowed into that's a plot twist. I got like, that's a yeah. plot twist. I mean, it was for me, too, because I was sitting at church and I got Morning. this note. And then I was like, I was like, ooh, once Friday Night Fire was over, <clears throat> I was like, wow, this is what the Lord gave me, y'all. Like, you know, and. Yeah, when you talk about being in your singleness, that's the spot that I've recently been in. And I found myself like. Oh, I want to reach out to so-and-so, not even just dudes, even friends, just anybody. And it's like, don't do that. Sit with yourself because what I'm working on is like, I think what my singleness is supposed to teach me the most is to share from my overflow and not my portion because I do that too much and then I run myself dry. And so, like, I was just talking to myself earlier before I came to work. And what I realized for me is that my first when I first started walking with the Lord, I was a people pleaser. Uh-huh. So I still wasn't receiving him for real. But now that I'm I'm in my single season. You as a people pleaser, I cannot see that. Oh, yeah. I was really, it was really bad. Um, and I tell people now I'm a recovering people pleaser because it was honestly so bad. Like, Kyla would be able to tell you. Um, Learn something new every day. About every single day. Every day. Um, but <laughs> what I realized was. Now that I'm not people pleasing and I'm in a single season, everything that he gives me, I can keep for myself until it's time for me to share. But most importantly is like, if I'm too busy pleasing other people, then where does my pleasing God fall in line? And what I realized today was like, I backslid, I've done all these things. But in the first, my first time walking with the Lord by myself as an adult after college, I was like pleasing so many people. My focus was really supposed to be to please God. So people pleasing was really my biggest hindrance and really following him. So now that I am in a single season and I'm learning like, okay, let me do what's for me and kind of say what we talked about yesterday. When I was telling you, this is what's for me right now. I'm not going to fall in line for what y'all have going on. It's bigger than I just don't want to do this. It's literally the Lord is pulling me out of something that I've been in for a very long time. And this, I'm following him. I'm praying with him. I'm talking to him. So I'm not going to fall in line with what everybody's doing and please you by saying, okay, I'll do this just because everyone else is. No. Because people pleasing is what stops my relationship with God, right? Like, for y'all, y'all might think, oh, Alani, where's your friend? No, me saying yes to you is falling out of line with my walk with God because it's personal. It's not what we're all doing together. It's me and God. It's not about what you want from me yes. or what you want to see me doing with you or you want me praying with you at this time on this day. It's about what is God telling Alani and is Alani obeying regardless of what the people around her are saying or doing. And that's mm-hmm. why I had to walk in when I told you yesterday. And I'm not gonna tell y'all what I told him yesterday because I'm just not. <laughs> but it, it was it was good. But you see, don't do that make sense? No, it, it makes it makes perfect sense, and it, it brings us to another point. I love making points because points are powerful. Remember this: points are powerful. <laughs> Poster, and they can they can you uh, bulletin bulletin material. Got what? question? <laughs> what? They can you bulletin material? Sound them right. Do you want to say yes to God or do you want to say yes to people? Right. And for me, um, I talked about my sin 
before on this podcast. I'm I'm open about it. Um, I want to say yes to God, and that's the season that I'm in. So y'all know my sin, like, had sex outside of marriage a, a lot of times. Right now I'm celibate. Um, whew. Yeah, y'all clapping. Just pray. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be it's gonna be hard. Yeah. But um, you got it. It's so funny, and I I I, I said this on my uh, on a couple of podcasts before. So y'all remember I was telling you about the girl that spread the rumor about me. Well, she spreaded the same rumor again, and this time she went to my girl and spread the rumor. And I don't think she even knew the girl was my girl. So I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like the last person I need anything to get to was to this to was, was to my girl. But the crazy part is the girl made the rumor even worse. So now she's just saying that I was acting sassy when she told me no. Mind y'all, she never told me no. She never told me no. I I just was playing around and I'd like I didn't give in to what she really wanted. So, you know, and so I'm hot. I'm heated. I'm ready. Like I'm about to like. Now she gotta get cussed out. You know. Now <laughs> she gotta get cussed out. So I I talked to my 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 pastor, my first lady, my good sis, my other good sis. I love I love Pastor P, and she like you you can't you can't say nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like yeah, like we both agreed I couldn't say nothing. I'm like yeah, because then I'm really gonna look sassy, like a man dog, and not a woman. That's not gonna look. That's not gonna look good. But what my pastor didn't know is that I had hit up one of my cousins, my one of my my one of my 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 friends, uh, which is a girl. I'm like, hey, I need you to handle this for me. This is how hot I am, you know. Like, I'm I'm so hot. I'm praying to God. Like, hey, you said vengeance is yours. Like, what's up? Hi. You gonna pull up on her, God? <laughs> if you're not gonna pull up, I got somebody on set wheel. Like, you just let me know today, you know. And, that's and, actually funny. It, no, I'm like, I was that hot. Like, God, like, hey, you say you fight for Is me. Gonna, I need you to fight this battle right now. No. Because she not about to be out. <laughs> she not about to be out here throwing mud or dirt on my identity. And I ain't do nothing yeah, to this dirt. girl. So, so Pastor, like, you can't say nothing to her. And then she like, you also can't send nobody else to say nothing to her, too. So I'm like, mm. <laughs> So now I'm texting this person, like, hey, never mind. Regardless, stop. Don't don't do it. But I say that to say is that it's when you stop people pleasing. When you stop people pleasing, people got an attitude. Oh, but yeah. when you was always saying yes to them, mm-hmm. oh they ain't care about your sin. Yeah, they ain't care. They ain't care about nothing wrong that you was doing. But the moment you start saying no to people, they want to say you this and you that and you all. Yeah, girl. You just mad because I said no. Yeah. But when you say yes to God, that's when the haters come out the closet. That's when people want to throw dirt on your name. But when you was in your sin, when you was in your mess, when you was doing wrong, when you was doing what you know you should not have been doing, ain't nobody had nothing to say. They were saying you was the life of the party. Mm -hmm. But now all of a sudden you boring and you lame and you sassy and you this and that. Let me be all of that because you know something? To God, right? I'm holy. To God, I'm righteous. To God, yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the place that He wants me to be. Yeah. So I would rather, right, die. To the world, mm-hmm. knowing that if I lose my life for Christ, oh, I'm gonna find it, baby. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so that night I was hot, I was heated, but after after two talks. 
having a conversation with my girl and then having a conversation with pastor, you know, it, 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 it settled my spirit to like, don't react. You got to let people talk. Mm-hmm. Continue on the journey that God has you on. That's why when you was talking to me yesterday, I said what I said, because at the end of the day, it does not matter how other people feel. Yeah. You know what God is telling you to do. Yeah. Like, and like you said, he'll quickly show you that. Like, I'm, I was so sure because I know that it came from him. Like, I'm not, if the Lord gives me something, yeah. I'm not going to hesitate. You can say what you want. And she asked me, like, are you finna? I'm like, no. Call me what you want, but what you say, you can't call me broke. The so, Lord did not say that. That's what the song <laughs> said. <laughs> And I'm rich in the spirit right now because I'm doing the will of God. <laughs> oh my goodness! Child. I'm, doing the will of God, so I'm rich in the spirit, Child. and He's going to give you strength to do what He's asking you to do. Like, listen, I'm not gonna lie, y'all. Like, I think the longest I probably went celibate was like a couple of months. Now that I'm knowing that I may have to go some years. You're just talking about May. <laughs> Now that I know I'm going to be going like a year or two, all I got to do is pop the question and we can erase all of this. So you know? what we're going to do is but not going to ask how because you, y'all not, kill me with that. We're not. I'm not going to rush. No, 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 no. Okay, let me just say, that's not the reason why I, <laughs> I was about it. to say, please, Lord, don't be one of them. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. That's, not. that's not the reason why I would get married. And quite frankly, I'm not, I know I'm not ready for marriage. I still need. Watch that statement you just made. Talk about, need, I know I, I got about a year. year. No, I'm saying like, that's the easiest way you can get rid of but not saying that i would do that and not saying that anybody should do that but you but, shouldn't but in the bible paul says that if you know that you you can't control yourself when it comes to sex get married he, he the best the bible that's what the book says that's we move not, we move but anyway i still need a, a year to to be by myself i'm not ready for that i don't even like commitment all like that like <laughs> hold on wait a minute <laughs> Okay, keep going. I, I don't like commitment all like that. So even like like settling down for me in a relationship. <laughs> well, that is quite the surprise. I don't like settling down. Why you think I was like Ray? What, like, thank you. What is she talking about? Uh, the only reason why I'm saying um, it's quite a surprise is because the other day, what did he tell us that he asked her? Oh, what did I ask her? You said the other day you asked her to be your girlfriend. Oh, that's different now. Let, let me let she got let me finish. She not let me finish. Well, you're talking about now. Well, listen, let, here we go. Cause, oh, okay. Because being girlfriend, boyfriend, you can break up and go your separate ways. Marriage ain't no breaking that up. Because once we say for better or for worse at that altar, yes, right. We better mean for better or for worse. And when I say for worse, I don't care what hell, what fires, what volcano we stand in front of. You better be ready. Mm-hmm. To go till death do us part. Yeah, but you know, commitment—it's not always something I want to do. You know, can you say wanted? Like, if you're talking about yourself in the past, huh? You're talking about your old self. So why don't you say what I? What, it's not always what I wanted. You saying want? You making me think you talking about right now? I am talking about right now too. <laughs> what you know? Okay, and that's why I made that face. You know what I'm saying? Okay, because no, uh, commitment is scary. No, okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> Commitment is not like something what? I always want. Like, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Commitment is not always something that I wanted to do. Okay. It's still not something I really want to do, but I don't mind doing it scary, and I don't mind doing it for this person. Okay. You know? I, like, like, you know, I'm always going to second guess it. To me, love ain't scared. No, no. You know, perfect love casts out fear. 
But this, we ain't know if we in love. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is she? What is she talking about right now? We don't, I'm just saying. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know if we in love or not right now. You know. You feel me? I, I'm. I'm. I'm doing my lovely things because you know. I, right. I, I always have that good heart. I'm always in love on people. I love mm-hmm. like everybody that's in my life. But we don't know if we in this perfect love or not. Like, okay. But y'all figuring it out. Yeah. I, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Take it day by day. As you should. Once again, you know, commitment is just so scary. But mm-hmm. um, whatever. I see you. We not done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it it, it 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 it's something that. I, oh, this come out. Yes. I wonder like why is this chair <laughs> keep moving forward and forward? But it is something that I don't I don't mind doing. But and I know that if I do this, I'm doing this in God's will. And mm-hmm. one thing about God's will is. That yes, sometimes you're going to get disappointed when doing that God's will. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Every all things work out together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called Word. according to His purpose. Purpose. <laughs> Period. And that's the thing <laughs> that you have to lean on when it comes to saying no to people and yes to God. Yeah. Is this a part of God's purpose, or is this just? Me wanting to do what I want to do. Yeah. And you know right now you're in God's purpose. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know? I don't think you should do that what, on your podcast. Can I you can turn that off? I, I can do what I no, want. No, 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 my phone. No, my phone, my phone, my phone right, right, right here. here. Phone is right. I can do what I want. <laughs> but I just want to stop Wait, what time we got on here? We can An hour and eight minutes? See, it's always when it gets to the hour and like ten minute mark where it sound like wrap it up. <laughs> you want to wrap it up, or do you still got? I don't got nothing to say. Yeah, what do you want? Okay, so we are gonna wrap it up. What do you want to leave the people with, Alani? I really, I just want to say, Alani, like y'all been in Columbus these last two weeks. I've missed my people's like. Yes, I've yeah. had so much fun with Tay. We went to Ali Burger last night. What else we do? We got ice cream on Tuesday. Like, it's been fun. Like I said. <laughs> we can go get ice cream after this. It's still hot outside. I mean, it is still hot, but I'm trying to go skating, so we need to hurry up. I still got to go home. I have no clothes. He's talking about he got no clothes. Boy, boy, people wear that skating skating all the time. He just want to excuse. And I don't smell fresh. Oh. And do what? I don't. With what, Ray? A rag and a washcloth? And put on the same as that. I said clothes. a rag and a washcloth. <laughs> Y'all, we on a podcast. We need to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Um, um, but yeah. We've been I, having I, fun. I do. Yeah, we are having fun. And that's why I just wish like we were just all closer. Yes, we really do have a friend group that is in different parts. But I always like to say we're in different parts of the world, but we have the same place in each other's hearts. So a week, like these the three weeks have, be quiet. <laughs> these three weeks, I mean, two weeks, two weeks have been three cool. Weeks. Two weeks. It's coming up two on weeks. three. Yeah, it's coming up. So I'm just excited. Like, I like, you know, being able to say, oh, what you doing? Let's go here. Let's go there. It's been fun. But what do you want to close to people with? Right. Um, right now, what's up next? If I'm just going to plug myself real quick, um, be, stay tuned for some events coming out. Stay tuned for some, uh, stay tuned for some things from me, um, about honesty, but, um, about honesty. Mm-hmm. What you doing? What you got going? <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, but other than that, I think that if, 
I'll leave anybody with anything because this is where I'm at right now. If you are 20, if you're in your 20s, um, be a good steward over what you have, If especially if you're praying for more. And then um, I think the last thing that I want to say is, like I said, you know, Finding yourself doesn't always look like self-love. It looks like turning to something bigger than you. Um, mm-hmm. Even to your listeners who don't necessarily believe in our God, people who believe in something, even if you don't, if you're trying to navigate who you are, um, definitely don't look in yourself. Look beyond yourself. Mm. That's good. Yeah, so I want us to understand that God is always with us. <laughs> God is always near to you. And your plot twist, whatever, I mean, your story has a plot twist, but know that your plot twist will be your favorite plot twist ever. Uh, it's a plot twist that's going to happen in somebody's life that you're not expecting and that you wasn't ready for. But I'm telling you, the plot twist that is coming to your life is going to be in your favor. Yeah. And I can say that with authority because I had a plot twist that was in my favor. She had a plot twist that was in her favor. Uh-huh. So we would just want to stand what my church, my pat, my bishop would tell us to say. Same, same grace. grace. The plot twist is coming in your I don't go place. there no more, but honey, trust me. I ain't forget. <laughs> same grace same, now. <laughs> same grace, same grace. So we're going to close in. I always got to close with a word of prayer. Then we're going to get out of here. Father God, we just want to thank you and praise you, Lord, for this day. Lord, thank you for giving us life today. Thank you for allowing us to be alive. Father God, we just pray that for whatever season a person is in, whatever stage a person is at, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that, Lord God, they will be faithful in that stage. They will be faithful in that season. They will be faithful in their journey with you, God. Let them know that you are with them through it all, God. Let them know that you are covering them and you are guiding them, and, God, that you are you are uh, protecting them, that you are their provision. You have gone before them. And, Father God, I pray that you will send them favor into places that they do not even expect or they don't really feel qualified for. Let them know, God, that they don't need the degree. All they need is you, God. And Mm -hmm. if your hand is upon their lives, God, it does not matter what they have or what they don't have. It does not matter the resume. All that matters is that it was that God is the head of my life. And if Mm -hmm. you are the head of their life, that means that you are giving them plans to prosper them and not to harm them, plans to give them hope in a future. So, Father God, we have that expectation that you can do exceedingly abundantly above what we can ask or think of so we pray for faith to arise in the hearts of our listeners god that they will believe in you god that they don't have to know what tomorrow holds but they know who is in their tomorrow god mm-hmm. let them look towards the hill which come with their helps and knowing that their helps coming from you lord jesus christ we give your name glory honor and praise we love you and we magnify you i pray that somebody will come into the knowledge and the understanding of who you are god I know that's and we say right. this Amen. prayer with a, a a shout of thanksgiving for what is coming in advance and we praise you and we say amen 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 and, amen. and i just want to close out by saying y'all I appreciate y'all for uh, listening, coming on this podcast and staying listening. Alani. Yes, thank y'all for supporting him. I just know that's going to sound so loud when we go back and listen to Alani. I love you. Thank you for coming on and being a a guest. And I'll see y'all next time on another episode of Grabbing My Sword. Peace out.